Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones, when taking their lamps, brought no oil with them. But the wise brought flasks of oil with their lamps. Since the bridegroom was long delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight there was a cry, Behold, the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise ones replied, No, for there may not be enough for us and you. Go instead to the merchants and buy some for yourselves. While they went off to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went into the wedding feast with him. Then the door was locked. Afterwards, the other virgins came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he said in reply, Amen, I say to you, I do not know you. Therefore, stay awake, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Do you remember the commercial for the U.S. Army that had the tagline, we do more before 9 a.m. than most people do all day? (laughs) It showed how soldiers wake up before dawn, do their drills, parachute out of planes, and set up base camp all before 9 a.m. When many people, civilians, are just getting to work in the morning. In other words, some people do a lot with a little time than others do with a ton of time. That tagline might also summarize the life of Edith Stein, also known as Sister St. Teresa Benedicta of the Cross. Why? Well, she died in the prime of her life at the early age of 50 years old. But she had accomplished far more than many people managed to do who lived to a hundred. By the age of 50, she had become a Catholic, converting from Judaism, taught philosophy in Germany, entered the cloistered Carmelites, and written many books, only 12 of them so far translated into English. Who knows what else she could have accomplished if she had not been arrested by the Nazis and imprisoned in Auschwitz and died in the gas chamber. And by the way, let me not forget to add that she also died a martyr on August 9th, 1942, before her 51st birthday. The U.S. Army has nothing on Edith Stein. Pope St. John Paul II was responsible for her beatification, the second step to be a saint in 1987 and also her canonization, the final step to sainthood, in 1998, 
Why was John Paul so attracted to Edith Stein? Well, first of all, she was from Poland, like John Paul himself, just like I love everybody from India. <laughs> Secondly, she loved the Carmelites and their spirituality, and so did John Paul II. They both especially read the writings of St. John of the Cross. And third, they both used the new philosophy called phenomenology to help people understand the Catholic faith. Let me say a word or two about this last point these Polish saints shared in common, namely, namely phenomenology. Have you ever wondered why one homily that you hear keeps you on the edge of your pew while another homily puts you to sleep? Okay, maybe they all put you to sleep. But the difference between a good one and a boring one is phenomenology. Phenomenology is just a 25-cent word for human experiences, like walking in the rain, falling in love, enjoying cheesecake after a delicious supper, sitting on a beach with a book and watching the waves. We can all relate to these common human experiences. These experiences are the shared inheritance of humanity. And when we string these evocative experiences together with a plot, we get a story. By the way, I recently listened to James Patterson's book called Count to Ten, and I couldn't stop listening. It was so exciting. Why? Because James Patterson knows the power of storytelling, which is the power of phenomenology the power of human experience to entertain and even to evangelize. Listen to this line from the writer Wendell Berry from his novel Jaber Crow and see if you can detect the common phenomenon he uses to teach a truth about prayer. Jaber says, I prayed like a man walking in a forest at night, feeling his way with his hands, at each step, fearing to fall into pure bottomless forever. We can easily and instantly know the feeling of walking in a forest at night, groping with our hands for something familiar and fearing to fall. In other words, that is what Edith Stein and John Paul tried to teach how to put phenomenology at the service of faith. This, phenom this philosophical legacy of Edith Stein leaves a very powerful, practical lesson for all Christians. That is, we can all share our faith with others, even if we're not trained theologians or scripture scholars. How so? Well, all we need to do is remember the religious experiences that have left a deep impression on us. Reflect on how God spoke to us in those memorable moments and then use our words to share our faith. Everyone likes to talk about themselves. How does God speak to us in our experiences? C.S. Lewis said very memorably, God whispers to us in our pleasures, He speaks in our conscience, and He shouts in our pain. 
It is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. In other words, when you try to recall the most potent experiences of God's grace in your life, don't just reach, reach for the pleasant and the peaceful stuff, but also resurrect the sorrowful and the suffering stuff. Just like a good mother or father, God is closest to his children when they suffer. One phenomenon Edith Stein never experienced on earth was marriage, intimacy, and having children. Maybe she was willing to sacrifice these earthly shadows for the heavenly reality of marriage to Jesus. You see, she was not only a good teacher, but also a good student of phenomenology, learning how earthly experiences can teach us timeless truths. Praised be Jesus Christ.